morning. Welcome to King of Kings this morning. Do we have any first-time visitors who'd be so bold to raise their hand? We have a pamphlet that it's all it is. I'm not going to ask you to stand up and sing a song or anything. Um, but we have a pamphlet that says who we are and what we're, what we're about here. Um, we still have sign-up books for readers and ushers. Uh, see Charlie back there if you have any questions on that. Um, we have weekly announcements in our insert. I'm trying to cut down on how much I'm talking up to here in the beginning. Um, reminders for this week, though, is we have a choir luncheon today after worship. We have a dance in Kyle Hall at 5 p.m. on Friday and the music jam Saturday at 1 p.m. We are doing a blessing of the backpacks. We're going to be gathering together backpacks and supplies for back to school. I believe there's a list in, the, in that sheet, that insert sheet, of the different things we're looking for. And I also know that backpacks, you can, there's apparently a discount grocery store somewhere on 19 that recently opened where you can get backpacks for $4.99. Our goal is to have 30, and we're going to take, uh, we're asking people to let us know and the child's name so they can come on August 6th and receive the backpack right in the beginning of service. The service is gonna be a little different, um, this, the message will be right up front, and it'll be more a children's message. We'll have children's more camp-style music to sing that day. We'll be celebrating. Hopefully, we'll have a bunch of kids in service that morning. Um, but again, if you have any questions, see Christine. Um, there are announcements sitting back on the coffee table in the Northex. If you know someone, a neighbor or a friend or a relative whose child will need a backpack, and the, the family has a hard time providing it, let them know they can call, leave a message at the church office, and we will make sure that we have a backpacks. We're gonna, going up to 30. If we get more, great. But there's, a, there's some backpacks in the back already, a few supplies. I ordered a bunch of pencils this week that say blessings from King of Kings on them, so we'll have pencils. Um, but I know there's crayons and uh, sanitizers and paper towels and notebooks and all that other stuff, but check that list out. Any questions, see Christine. And if you know somebody, get them a piece of paper so they can call, let them leave a message at the church office. We'll call them back and verify, get the child's name. So that Sunday morning, the child will have their name on the backpack, even if it's just on a piece of tape, so we can keep track of it all. As I said last week, and there's still a few copies back there, um, this is the book that the council is going to be reading for the next couple months, and we'll be seeing the movie in September. The book is better than the movie, has more information in it, and it tells the story of a person who could have been Christ came back today into a small town. It's a great story, and it's an easy read. Any other announcements? I got one. You do? Yeah, one of our kids' birthdays today. Really? Terry. Terry. Well, let's sing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Terry. Happy birthday to you. Amen. Any other announcements? Well, with that, I invite those who are able to stand and let us begin our worship. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who greets us in this and every season, whose word never fails and whose promise is sure. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of our neighbors. Merciful God. We confess that we have sinned. We have hurt our community. We have squandered your blessings. We have hoarded your bounty. In the name of Jesus, forgive us and grant us your mercy. Righteous God, we confess that we have sinned. We have failed to be honest. We have lacked the courage to speak. We have spoken falsely. In the name of Jesus, forgive us and grant us mercy.
God is a cup of cold water when we thirst. God offers boundless grace when we fail. Claim the gifts, claim the gift of God's mercy. You are freed and forgiven in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Please join me in praying the prayer of the day. O oh God, you direct our lives by your grace, and your words of justice and mercy reshape the world. Mold us into a people who welcome your word and serve one another. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah. The prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words that you have prophesied and bring back to this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all the exiles. But listen now to the word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all people. The prophets who precede you and me from ancient times prophesied a war, famine, and pestilence against many countries and great kingdoms. As for the prophet who prophesies peace when the word of, the pro of that prophet comes true, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. The words of the Lord. Let us read responsively Psalm 89. Your love, O Lord, forever I will sing. From age to age, my mouth will proclaim your faithfulness. For I am persuaded that your steadfast love is established forever. You have set your faithfulness firmly on the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn an oath to David, my servant. I will establish your line forever and preserve your throne for all generations. Happy are the people who know the festal shout. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your presence. They rejoice daily in your name. They are jubilant in your righteousness. For you are the glory of their strength, and be your favor 
might is exalted. Truly, our shield belongs to the Lord, our King to the Holy One of Israel. <coughs> Excuse me. A reading, from a reading from Romans. Do not let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. No longer present your members to sin as instruments of wickedness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and present your members to God as instruments of righteousness, for sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Should we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if, you're, if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God that you, having once been slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart to the form of teaching to which you were entrusted, and that you, having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves of impurity and to greater and greater iniquity, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness for sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. So what advantage did you then get from things of which you now are ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been freed from sin and enslaved to God, the advantage you get is sanctification. The end is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose our reward. The gospel of our Lord. Praise you, O Christ. Please be seated. You want to help me this morning? Come on up. 
I know, maybe you're feeling like you're a little too old for the children's sermon. No, come on, sit down. I got a book this morning I want to read. Do you know this book? Did you ever read this book? You know this book. I don't know, it's a little, it's a little young for you, but come on, sit down. Sit here, sit here, or sit there. I'm going to read the book to you. I'm going to read it to everybody. Okay, you ready? Come on, sit down. No, you want to stand? It's a long book. You want to sit over there? Okay. If you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to ask for a glass of milk. When you give him the milk, he'll probably ask you for a straw. When he's finished, he'll ask for a napkin. Then he'll want to look in the mirror mirror to make sure he doesn't have a milk mustache. Did you ever have a milk mustache? No? When he looks in the mirror, he might notice his hair needs a trim. So probably ask you, probably ask you for a pair of scissors. When he's finished giving himself a trim, he'll want a broom to sweep up. He'll start sweeping. He might even get carried away and sweep every room in the house. He might even end up washing the floors as well. And when he's done, he'll probably want to take a nap. And you'll have to fix him up a little box with a blanket and a pillow and he'll crawl in, make himself comfortable, and fluff the pillow a few times. He'll probably ask you to read him a story. So you read him one from one of your books, and he'll ask to see the pictures. And when he looks at the pictures, he'll get so excited, he'll want to draw one of his own, and he'll ask for paper and crayons. He'll draw a picture. When the picture is finished, he'll want to sign his name with a pen. Then he'll want to hang his picture on your refrigerator. Think, did you ever think what God's refrigerator must look like from all those things that we did? My goodness. Which means he'll need scotch tape and he'll hang his drawing and stand back and look at it. And looking at the refrigerator will remind him he's thirsty. So he'll ask for a glass of milk. And chances are, if he asks for a glass of milk, to want a cookie to go with it. Now, you know what this story is about, what this is telling us? I I looked up what the author said. It is teaching us, it's teaching us when we're children to remember that, to look ahead, and to plan for consequences, plan for reactions, plan for what's gonna happen when we do something. So, let's say you have someone in school who treats you nasty, is mean to you, maybe even hurts you. And you'll want to lash out, but you know better, right? Because we talked about what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to pray for that person. And when you pray for that person, the next time they're mean, you're able to be nice. And maybe when you're nice, they'll wonder why you're being nice, and they'll ask you, and you'll tell them why you're being nice, because that's what Jesus taught you to do, to be nice. And they might ask you about Jesus, and you'll tell them about Jesus. You'll tell them what Jesus has done for you, how Jesus protects you and looks after you and forgives you for all the times that you might have been mean to someone. And you might get, because of this, a friend, a friend who's a friend forever. So remember, when someone's mean to you, you could give a mouse a cookie. Okay? Let's pray. Dear God, help us to always remember that in everything that happens in this world, you can be present there with us. And there's two ways of acting to things. There's a way that makes things harder and meaner, and there's a way that makes things nicer, and that you are always encouraging us to make the way things can be nicer. We pray all this, trusting and hoping in everything that you do in this world. And let the people say, Amen. Amen. Thanks. Oh, by the way, you can hit the treasure chest. You know where it's at. You know the, you know the thing. You've been here. That's the meaning of this book. That's according to the author. is a way of helping children to learn to look ahead. However, I've heard this book book, this line used when people are talking about helping people who are less fortunate. And I've heard people, very well-intentioned people, say, well, you know, if you give a mouse a cookie, 
They obviously didn't read the whole book. It's just like when they use the Bible and they don't read the whole Bible. They just want to pull one line or one verse and say, well, you know, it says this. Well, did you read before and after? Did you read the meta-narrative of the Bible? The meta-narrative of the Bible, by the way, the overarching message of all of Scripture, dirty laundry and all, is that God loves you. God wants to be in a relationship with you. God died to be in a relationship with you. And God forgives you regardless of what you do. And God only desires us to love God in return and love our neighbors as ourselves. That's it. That's the whole Bible summed up in a few sentences. This morning's gospel is very short. It talks about if someone receives you when you're coming and doing my thing, they also receive me. And it's very short, and it kind of stands alone, and it's kind of like a reward, but it doesn't really become illuminated until you read the, the, the earlier parts of the 10th chapter of Matthew. Because Jesus, in this 10th chapter Matthew, has sent his disciples out. And he warns them. He warns them to be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. He warns them, if they do not receive you, then just shake the dust off your feet and move on. Shake all that hard feeling, all that resentment, all that rejection off your feet and move on. Okay? He warns them that this message that you're going out with, this message of God's unconditional love, this message of the kingdom of God, this message of forgiveness, this message is that your misfortune isn't necessarily a result of your sinfulness, which is a common theme. I love in John, the disciples come across a blind man. Now, they've been with Jesus for a while. He's been teaching them. And they come across a blind man, and they ask Jesus, why was this man born blind? Whose sin? Was it his or his parents? And Jesus answers with this very almost flippant response. Maybe he was born blind so his God's glory could be revealed at this moment. Jesus warns his disciples that this message that they're going to go out into the world with, this healing message, this message of inclusivity, is not going to be received well. There are elements of our society that are going to be very much against telling people that your misfortune isn't a result of your brokenness. Your misfortune isn't a result of your brokenness. In fact, your misfortune is a result of our brokenness as a culture. Because Jesus' message was also about the importance of looking out for, caring for the least among us, caring for them. But you know, if you give a mouse a cookie, they're going to want a glass of milk. If you give a homeless person a meal, they're going to be looking for a place to live. And then if you look, you get them a place to live, well, they're going to want to furnish it. And when you want to furnish it, they're going to want to make groceries And we do that times. We're trying to follow that calling. And we have our hearts broken. We have our hearts broken over and over again. But that doesn't mean we let our heart get hard and calloused. That means we look deeper, we dig deeper, and we recognize that all the gifts that we have been given have been given to us by a loving and creative God. All the gifts, and that gift might be industriousness. That gift might be the gift of being able to work hard. That gift might be the gift of a bright mind that is able to solve problems. And maybe that person on the street's gift is to help you to recognize how much you have been given and how much you have yet to give back. If you give a mouse a cookie, they're going to want more. When you help out the homeless... They're going to seek more. But Jesus tells us that when we do these things, when we reach out and do these things, we do not do them alone. That Jesus is with us. And if Jesus is with us, then God is with us. And if you even offer a person who's thirsty a glass of cold water, 
if you even offer a person a, a, a good greeting of good morning, how are you? You have received the reward of grace. Amen. Sorry. Is it being mischievous, Larry? <laughs> Let's take it again, Sam. Christ, you have heard the word of faith, the gospel of salvation. We, we believe, believe in him and are marked as the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. Living together in trust and hope, let us confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He ascended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended to a heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, 
the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body, and a life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. Um, this is a time where we share our prayer concerns. We share our joys. We share those places where God has been active in life, where we've seen God this week, and we want to share and enjoy how that is. We also share our concerns. We share those things that we are praying for, those people, places, or situations that we are praying for. Um, My joy is, Larry, is in here in the, in the bulletin. The list here is in that, on the things to know. We have backpacks, composition books, crayons, pencils, regular mechanical pencils have been gotten. Pencil boxes, folders, notebooks with paper, hand sanitizers, large for class or for individual, boxes of Kleenex and paper towels. Those are the specified items to put in these backpacks. But do we have other joys that we'd like to share this week? Yes, Dwayne. Oh, I need my microphone tutor here. You've got to carry the microphone around for it. i got arthritis in my knee now. I think the moral to the story was, when you drink milk, always have a cookie. Always have a cookie, yes. <laughs> That's a good one, okay. too. So uh, I just wanted to share that uh, we went scalloping for the first time yesterday on the boat, you know, free scallops, you know, scallop season. And we caught none. But my wife also did not have her contact lenses in while she was going through the water, you know, looking for the scallops. But I'm just saying. But you had a good time, though, right? No, I had a great time. Yeah. Extremely yeah. hot. But uh, the thing I wanted to share with everybody this morning was, you guys all know Ariana, my, my one granddaughter that comes here. Uh, she went fishing and caught her first fish yesterday. Yo! <laughs> and uh, Grandpa took loads of pictures of it. It was only about maybe four or five inches long. Doesn't matter. It's a fish. So uh, we got plenty of pictures of it. And actually, I, Grandpa couldn't touch the fish because I was chicken. But uh, her mom jumped in there, and we saved the fish. We were able to get the hook out of its mouth and flip it back in the water. And uh, okay. we lived to see another day. So I just wanted to share that with you. Good times. Thank you. We, Thank we, you. We, we caught one yesterday. Amen. No scallops. No scallops, but we got a fish. It's all right. <laughs> Any other joys that anybody wishes to share? I don't know if you want to join or not, but on the uh, backpack program, uh, right now, I think at Walmart, uh, there's no sales tax or anything on the stuff that you buy for schools. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the government passed so many laws, I can't keep track of them. But there's no tax on diapers or stuff like that, but also, too, I think it's uh, on some school supplies. So it's a way of saving some money and getting the kids what they need. Yes. Yes, and if we get more than 30, we'll give out more than 30, and anything we have left over, whether it's an extra supplies or backpacks, will go to an elementary school or a high school where it's needed. Okay, there's one up here. 
I, last week I had my granddaughter down to visit me for a week, and it was wonderful. And this week I have my son and seven-year-old grandson down visiting me. I'm getting a little tired, but I'm having a great time. <laughs> Grandkids are great. Hey. You get to give them back, too. <laughs> Any other joys that anyone would like to share this morning? Okay, how about some concerns? I have one. You want to share it, Bob? You want me to share it? Okay. Um, Carl Kopp, who was just made a member last week, is now in Oak Hill Hospital, infected toe, um, kidney disorder. So Sandra wanted, Sandy wanted to come, but she needed to be up there. So keep Carl and Sandy in your prayers this week. Um, also, uh, you haven't seen Ken Reinke or Tammy for a little while. Well, Ken apparently had um, a gallbladder removed and then had it to be, she's in the process of relocating him from an upper story apartment to a first floor apartment. There was issues with um, the rehab and how he was being cared for. Meanwhile, Tammy was hit with because of the rates of insurance on where she was living, she wants to move and come further inland. Um, her business that she runs, the rent was going up on the unit that they were renting, so they had to relocate into another unit. So she's been hit with everything all at once. And on top of this, Ken's daughter, Deborah, has been diagnosed with kidney cancer. And we're waiting to hear where, what exactly it is, and Deborah probably already said, it's gonna be in God's hands because I don't wanna go through treatment. So keep Ken and Tammy and Deborah in your prayers. Um, the Morses lost the youngest daughter, 52 years old. You have to travel back up to New York, is it? Massachusetts. Um, traumatic. Uh, I, losing a child at any age and dealing with all the fallout is horrible and our prayers are, you're certainly gonna be in our prayers. And anything that we can do, let us know because this is a very loving family that will reach out and care. Um, are there other concerns that we'd like to share this morning? Right here, you got a mic, Lee. Two things. Number one, Tammy was at work all day yesterday, moving Ken from the second floor to the first floor. Okay. She told me they're hopeful he'll come back on Friday, which is good for me because he's one of my favorite residents. My concern is my soon-to-be 24-year-old grandson, I told you a couple of weeks ago, his pseudotumor has come back, and he had a cyst, what they thought was a cyst, removed from his leg. They took it out and there are questionable, which is kind of beginning cancer cells in it. So I like prayers for him because I think it's tomorrow or Wednesday, his doctor said that with the way it looks, it's larger on the inside than the cyst looking thing was on the outside. So they're gonna have to cut away a, a, a size, a larger size of skin than they thought, and they're gonna have to dig deeper. So his, birth, his birthday is, I think, Thursday. So uh, just, I just like prayers for him so that the surgery with the doctors during the week can go better, and also that he can find a neurosurgeon that knows what the heck pseudotumor is. Apparently there's only one and it's in Jacksonville. Okay. So. Just need prayers for Aaron, that's Is all. that the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville? I have no idea. Yeah, it's, there's I a Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville and they referred a lot of uh, cancer or precancer patients there. Yeah, this here with the pseudotumor, they said it's not life-threatening, so they really don't okay, do and much about it. What's your grandson's name? Aaron Guito. Aaron, okay. Yeah. It's nice when we have a name where we can put in our prayer. Yeah. Well, we, we can always say, God, you know, Lee's, grand, grand, Lee's grandson with, the, with this pseudotumor. Well, he's got the pseudotumor, but I mean, there's other stuff that goes with it, and yeah. it's a long, complicated, I'm not going to go into it, but he's going to be 24 this week, and he's expecting his third kid, and out of nowhere, 
It just comes and in history. we don't need to be laid up in all that. No. Nope, not at all. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Any other concerns that we wish to share? Right, right, right yep. over there. Good morning to everyone. As I said last week, my daughter is having surgery, and her surgery is tomorrow. Okay. Cancer in the thyroid. Her name is Diana. Diane. Please say a prayer for her. Yes. Thank you. Any other concerns Pastor, that we have? Pastor, I have one. Um, our, our choir looks a little thin today because Doris Collison couldn't make it. Um, I called her at home this morning. Um, she had a minor uh, skin cancer removed and had to have a skin graft. So she's at home and healing. And uh, we just want to pray that uh, Doris, it heals up so we can get you back here because we want you here singing with us. Yeah. Well, being a redhead and fair-skinned, this Florida sun, I have the same situation with Marjorie. About every year she goes and gets another patch cut off as her father is still. So, yeah, keep, keeping that all in prayers, all those people in Florida with fair skin. Any other concerns? Well, now let us pray. Lord, we give you thanks for those times of recreation, for those times of being that we can get out into your creation or we can gather with your family. We thank you for first fish caught. What a wonderful blessing to be witness of. Lord, we lift up all those different illnesses, whether it's Aaron's, or Deborah, or Ken, or Martha's daughter with thyroid cancer, Lord. We, we lift all these concerns up, all those things that we weigh in our hearts on. Lord, we lift up this congregation. Help us to be inspired to supply backpacks for those who need so desperately, Lord. Help us to come together as we have done in the past and come with abundance, Lord. And we pray that on that Sunday morning of August 6th, that you not only fill this place with your presence, but you fill it with children. And we can celebrate the presence of children among us as we send them out equipped to deal with school. And while you're equipping them to deal with school, equip all us to be ministers of your word and your services and your kindness out into the world. Help us to give mice cookies everywhere, realizing that it is a calling that we can all be part of. We pray all this, Lord, trusting always in your goodness and mercy. We pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. And let the people say, Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. Let us share that peace with one another. Well, thank you, and peace be with you.
Let us pray the offering prayer with one voice. God of field and forest, sea and sky, you are the giver of all good things. Sustain us with these gifts of your creation and multiply your graciousness in us that the world may be fed with your love through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death in the grave and by his glorious resurrection opened us to us the way of everlasting life. And so, with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Amen. Amen. Now let us be so bold as to say together the words as we've been taught by our Savior, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. All are welcomed here at this Lord's table. Um, you can receive communion one of three ways. You can come forward as you're directed by the usher. You will be handed a piece of bread, which you can then intinct or dip into either cup. One cup, which the dark liquid is wine. The cup with the light liquid is grape juice. Um, you can also, we still have servings in the back. If you're still leery about the passing of germs, you, you can self-serve in the back rather than coming forward, go back. Or if you want to receive the bread and the wine but are not able to come forward, I will ask at the end if anybody else would like, and I will bring it to you. God always comes to us. Please be seated.
You know, I oftentimes hear that 
We need more reverence in church, and yes, we do need reverence in church. There is about approaching the holy. But we also need joy and celebration in church because think about what we've just received. We've received the body and blood of Christ and these signs of we're forgiven. Regardless of what we've done or where we have been, God welcomes us to his table. Isn't that a wonderful thought? We need to dance and celebrate sometimes too. What a wonderful song. Thank you, George. And now, we thank you, generous God, for the refreshment we have received at your banquet table. Send us now to spread your generosity into all the world through the one who has our dearest treasure, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. And now the God who calls across the cosmos and speaks in the smallest seed, bless you, keep you, and sustain you now and to the end of the age. Amen. Amen. In honor of independence.
Go in peace. Share the harvest. Thanks. Thanks.